Hello and welcome to Listen to These Nerds. Uh, tonight we're going to be playing uh, Pacific City Zeros. Uh, with me this week? Uh, I'm Jonathan. I'm going to be playing the Liquidator. Uh, I'm Joey. I'll be playing Chaperone. I'm Chris, and I'm going to be playing Brian the Beyonder. Ooh, yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I mean, it's not a zero game unless Brian's there. I suppose not, yeah. If I were to, you know, be absent for whatever reason, it wouldn't be a Pacific City Zeroes game, I guess. Well, let's have, even if you're not in the game, we'll have you sit in the corner just, like, randomly yell. Mm. You, like, randomly yell something, Brian's and actually in the background of the scene. Oh, yeah, we, we do ADR on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> No, you just get sound bites of things I've said in the past, and you just edit them into the episode. Hi! Am. Ooh! Yeah, just that sound. <laughs> <laughs> I can respond to everything. Ooh! <laughs> Alright. All of you uh, have been contacted by Sticky Fingers, air quotation marks. Okay. Um, for a job. Uh, her collection of Cutlery of Chaos <gasps> has has been stolen, and she needs you to track down the thief and retrieve the item. Truly a terrible thing to fall into the wrong hand. Brian knows this by experience. Mm-hmm. Well, you're asking for a favor. A little sticky fingers, huh? Hmm. Sounds fun. Hmm. Well, I assume I, I was hired. Yeah, you were hired. Hired, but you were also told that that, uh, that a that experts on, on the item were going to be Coming with you. Hmm. So, um, well, Brian, mm. you heard of this before? Uh, you'll have you'll have to be more specific. What do you mean by heard of this? Uh, the cutlery of chaos. Oh yes, it has changed hands throughout the centuries, falling from one person to the next. Sometimes it causes chaos wherever it goes. Other times, it is sealed away for the greater good of all mankind. Is it like a whole set? Oh yes, a salad fork. Dessert fork, dessert spoon. Yes. You should ne- make sure that the dessert fork and the dessert spoon are placed on opposite ends of the set. Should they ever be placed side by side, I shudder to think of the consequences. Hmm. This might seem like an obvious question, but why would someone want this set of cutlery? Was this- it to eat with? No, far from it. The only thing that they would be devouring would be the souls of their enemies! Literally. Sounds like a bit of a sticky situation. Uh, and so, so, <laughs> yeah, out of the corner, there's a, you actually both notice there's like a guy in what looks like kind of like a long coat uh, with like a hoodie, with like a hood of a hoodie cool. over uh, his uh, head. Yep. Um, also seems to be wearing some sort of thing covering his um, like mouth and nose. So you can just see kind of his hood eyes, and then, like, kind of a black mass. Also, uh, where are we meeting, just to clarify? Where, where would we be? Um, I would imagine that I would let, uh... Um... I think Sticky Fingers probably brought us all together. Maybe, yeah. Maybe just in a parking garage. That's that what I was thinking. Her MO. Yeah, <laughs> park, we're in a parking garage. Yeah, so just, like, out of the, kind of, out of the shadows. Um, really a parking garage with more of the other guy's MO, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you must be the specialist that was mentioned. Yes. I would have your name, good sir, for I am Brian the Beyonder! Ah. Uh, name's a chaperone. Hand out. Chaperone! I take it, shake it. A pleasure, good sir! So, what's the bounty? I hear it's some kind of object. The cutlery of chaos! And it is not just one object! It is 17 pieces which form a complete set! Mm. You're the, uh, the interesting one, huh? Alright. 
<laughs> I just, yeah, I turn to you, Jonathan, and I just give you a bit of a look when he says that. I'm, I'm not, not gonna step into this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Well, what uh, what leads do we have? That's a great question. <laughs> do we have any leads? Uh, yes. While uh, Calibri is currently in a spellproof box mm. to keep people from, you know, finding it, and, you know. These guys planned ahead. Okay. Well, no. It, it was Sticky Fingers' box? Yeah, it was her box. Oh, shit. Okay. The hefty wizards can't just strive to figure mm. out where Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those damn wizards. She's a professional. Mm. Uh, yeah. However, uh, anytime the box is open, uh, there is a burst of chaotic magic that mm. you could probably track. Okay. Mm. But, uh, isn't the kind of goal for them to not open it? What would be the point of owning a thing if you can never use it or look at it or interact with it? No, I mean, no. our job is to avoid them opening it. Well, well no, is, it, is the box, like, really easy to open? It's not, like, locked or anything? Well, I mean, it's latched, but, like, it, like, the, 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 the issue isn't, like, the cutlery getting out. The issue is bring me back my cutlery. Okay. Yeah, but if someone is going to use it, they're probably... You know, either very foolish or very confident, or both. One of the two. In my experience, it's usually both. Indeed. Which is why we must find it with all haste. Otherwise, I shudder to think of the consequences. So, I um, yeah, I assume a floating cross-legged stance, and I begin concentrating on where the burst of energies came from. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. I am gonna roll. Uh, yeah, remote viewing for this. So, just a moment. You might want to hang on to all your belongings in case he pulls this out of here. Okay. Alright. So, let me just roll the appropriate dice. 1d10, 2d8. That is a 5 for my mid die. Okay. So that's a success with a minor quip. Uh-huh. Um, alright, so, um, you scry out for the, the chaos of the cutlery, and you find it in, at a local pawn shop. There is a problem, however. This is a pawn shop that Brian the Beyonder has been banned from due to noise complaints. <laughs> oh no! I'm gonna roll to see if I know about this pawn shop. I cannot help that I've been banned! They have so many interesting things there! I let out involuntary responses to all of those items! Shattered one too many crystal bulbs. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying you have problems controlling your volume? I have no idea what you're talking about! Okay. Uh, six on, um, I'm gonna use, uh, Collective Unconscious. And uh, urban knowledge. Oh yeah. For background, um, Chaperone is a urban druid, mm. which means that he gains his uh, power from the city that he stays in and the energies around it. And he can, uh, much like a dru- how a druid can uh, control plants and animals and trees and such, um, <clears throat> he can still control animals, yeah. but they're just rats. Yeah. Well, the Chaperone doesn't control any animals. He controls the beat of the of the city. So right stuff like, oh hey. The traffic lights are green now, or... Yeah, you're a druid of the jungle, just the urban jungle. Essentially, yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to use my knowledge of uh, my home turf, being Pacific City. Uh, so six, uh, two... Do I know about this pawn shop at all? Do I know anything uh, about so it? So that was an overcome? So that was a, yeah, an overcome. And you got six? Yeah. Um, 
Right. So, um, the pawn shop is the kind of place where you find stolen goods. Um, but not necessarily, like, mystical stolen goods. Uh, so that implies that the thief doesn't know exactly what they've got a handle on. Huh. Um, however, you also know that they are very tight-lipped about their clientele. Well, if it's at a pawn shop, it might just be for sale. Mm-hmm. Seems a little too easy, but worth checking out. Hmm. Well, um, what was it, Brian? Yeah! Uh, well, can you get us a l- give us a lift? Indeed I can! If you would both put your hands on my shoulder, it shall make it much easier for me to warp us all there! Grudgingly put hand on shoulder. Okay. And does the liquidator have a car? <laughs> I I do. It's been it's like been two times where you've yeah. driven all the way to them and teleported. I have away. learned to take a taxi to meet Brian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, also, if you wanted to, you could actually change that that power to something else. As part of the vehicle. No, I like having a, a really ineffective car. Okay. Yeah. Just wanted to let you know that the option is on the table. Yeah, so I can't get up the car, man. It's a constant source of frustration for Vic. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a mid-dive of five again. Um, you actually didn't have the balls to, to do this. Okay, never mind. But this was a... This, this was not a... There was nothing challenging your ability to teleport to a pop shop. Alright. Although well, I do restrain. Mm-hmm. Teleport outside the pawn shop. Of course, yeah. A, cu- a couple storefronts down. Uh-huh. Alright. You're a couple storefronts away from the pawn shop. Okay. Hmm. I think I got an idea how to get through this. Oh? Well, best case scenario, they'll just let me buy it. But just in case, I think you, Chaperone, should come in with me. I want to talk to the guy at the desk, and you case the joint, and see what it's like, see what it's about, cameras and all that. Mm-hmm. And I shall use a combination of two abilities. I shall use remote viewing to find the object, and then telepathy to instruct you as to where it is. Oh, nice. Yeah. Because I cannot enter this domicile while I have been banned. Terrible. Mm. <laughs> Truly. Uh, okay, let's get in there. Great. All right, Vic's gonna, I guess, and he's not, he doesn't really wear a dis- disguise, but he's going to take off all of his disguise stuff and just go with a regular, legitimate businessman. Um, I'll let you go in first, then. Yeah. <laughs> smart, smart. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to have you go in. I'm not, not going to go in together with you. Yeah, that's smart. All right. So... In the meantime, I'm going to use remote viewing, and I'm going to see if I can find this thing in there. I'm going to look for an outside exit, just in case somebody tries, happens to have the object and try to bust out a window. Okay, so for my mid-die, I'm getting nothing but five so far. This is really freaking weird. Okay. Um, Alright, so with a five, you do see into the pawn shop, but your connection is fuzzy from all the chaos magic. Chaos? Oh, you mean the spoons and the cutlery and stuff? Well, no. from... The, bo- the box being open. Okay, so it's kind of like static on a channel. Okay. Yep. Great. So, okay. I'm getting nothing so far. The box is interfering with my efforts to find it. Um, however... Wait, no, I don't even know what the box looks like! This is horrible! Are you planning on broadcasting everything you think into our head? Well, only the relevant information. Oh, great. So, yes. <laughs> hmm. All right, uh, Vic's gonna walk in. 
the store. Uh, ring ring ding, <clears throat> I guess. Also, remember to send me messages back whenever you see something of interest you think might be the box. Anything box-shaped or box-adjacent, and you'll be the second one to know after me. Excellent! Thank you, my friend! Alright, is there someone in the store? Yeah. Yeah, there's a guy behind, like, the counter. Alright. Um, I uh, did... You actually noticed that the, uh, the shop looks like it's a bit of a mess. Mm. Oh. Like, what kind of a mess? A chaotic kind of mess. Oh, I see. Like, stuff stacked all over the place, no real order to it, it's just... No, more like, stuff's fallen over. Mm, like, not, not major destruction, like but... Like, the store's but... had a bit of bad luck lately. There's been a disturbance in here. Yeah. Mm. Alright. Uh, I guess, uh, you know, Dick's just gonna do his best to be nonchalant, look around, you know, if necessary, make small talk, but, uh, just, you know, peruse a little bit. Come across as a guy who's in there to browse. Yeah. Maybe you look to see if they have a section for what look like magical artifacts. Not that he has any ability to, to tell if an ordinary looking artifact is magical or not. But, you know, mm. weird books, yeah. crystal balls, that kind of thing. <laughs> New Age spiritualism, yeah. Yeah. Well, he, I guess he has uh, intuition mm-hmm. and insight. Yeah. Roll my insight, you know. Fix a guy who knows his way around valuable objects. He knows how to place things around a room to catch the eye, how to organize a store to focus buying power on one area. And if someone's trying to hide this, he's going to, you know, try and go against that and see, like, where would you put something that you don't want someone to find? Apart from, like, the back. Apart from the back, yes. Uh, Mid-die, uh, four. Not so good. Okay. Uh, did Do any of your um, uh, principles apply? Oh. Not really. I have a principle of the future, so I can see things before they happen, but I, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you, um, you give it a, a quick look around, and but you don't see anything placed exactly, you know, like... Nothing box-shaped. Nothing yeah. cutlery box-shaped. All right, I'm going to go uh, But what you do see, oh, is um, some really nice, like, anti-candle... Uh, uh, candle holders marked really low. Hmm. Really low. Yeah. Alright, great. I might uh, go up to the front desk and, you know, strike up a conversation with the guy behind it. What does this guy look like? What's his deal? Um, he's a biggish guy, kind of rough looking. You know, the kind of guy who looks like he, he secures his own pawn shop. Sure, right. Mm. He's got the shotgun under the desk. Yeah. Uh, hey, buddy. How's it going? Looks like you had a bit of a rough day in here, huh? Yeah, some uh, weird stuff happened. Yeah, like a bird trapped inside, knocked a bunch of stuff over or something? Yeah, something like that. Uh, hey, uh, I noticed those candle holders there, the silver ones. Uh, can you tell me a bit about those? They're nice. Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, the guy came in, uh, said they were, you know, grandma's silver just wanted to see if you could get something for them. Mm, yeah. Any idea why they're marked so low? They look pretty good quality. That might be real silver. You guys see a bit of a patina on it. Really? Uh, I mean, like I ain't a new silver guy. Yeah, I mean, I ain't a jeweler or anything, but, uh, you know, I've owned a set of silverware in the past. Hmm. 
Um, okay, I guess Vic is gonna lean in on the counter a little bit and like, you know, kind of make the motion more like, hush, hush. Actually, I'm in here looking for silver artifacts. Specifically, is why I asked about the candle holder. I'm looking for silver that, sorry, in this world, is magic like, Magic is... Nobody, like... There's not... There's nobody no magic writing, school, writing, right? Yeah, okay. there's no, like, magic schools or, like... It's not, like, really well-known. But people are like, yeah, magic probably exists. Yeah, okay. there have been heroes who have used stuff that looks like magic or been, like, a wizard man. I see. Wizard man. <laughs> okay. You, you know that, that yes. there is a wizard who is banned from the store. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for silver objects that might have been associated with the occult. I represent a, a sort of an eclectic collector of such artifacts. <laughs> and I uh, I was told by a colleague of mine that this might be a good place to check out. You got anything like that? Uh, you're going to need to roll an overcome to get him to... Great, okay. Um, I'm going to use my intuition again, and then uh, my quality of legitimate businessman. Um, kind of, you know, flash some cash, make it look like I'm a serious guy. Got my got my stuff figured out. Uh, mid die for four again. Not great. Um, oh, I mean, I might have heard something about something like that, but uh, my <coughs> memory's a little ru uh, rusty. Catch my grip. Mm. You said a collective society, so clearly you're rich. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. All that you said you represent someone. Represent someone. It's like, ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I know how it is. Well, uh, let me let me tell you. I give you a minute to think. I could make it worth your while. Mm. I, like I said, I represent a fairly eclectic businessman, and I have a, uh, I do have a budget, but it's not a very small budget. And you know, my my uh, patron doesn't ask a lot of questions about how I spend my money. All right. So, um, do you have any qualities associated with your wealth? Uh, aside from legitimate businessman, no. <laughs> um, I do have the um, pr principle of business. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a hedge fund manager. Could you also use a collection on this? You've, you've used money in the past or something? That's true. I don't have any collections. Uh, you should have one for the, the, the Pacific City recap episodes. Okay. We've got a collection from that. Pacific City annual, actually. <laughs> The annual, we, we roll the side stories. <laughs> <laughs> All right, remind me how collections work again. How do I use uh, one? You could just use one to, to establish a fact, establish about, a fact about the world or to negate a penalty. I see, I see, I see. Okay. Um, so you could establish large sums of money. Mm hmm. Sure, yeah. I think maybe I'm trying to remember what happened after we fought that pilgrim guy in the tomb. There was a whole bunch of like stuff left over there, right? Um, yeah, there were a lot of things that were left behind, but we couldn't really take any of it with us, because... Mm -hmm. You did establish a, a friendship with a with a vampire, like, stockbroker. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, and he lives in my apartment. Mm -hmm. Oh, my Techni God. Technically your closet. My closet. He lives <laughs> in a closet in my apartment. Mm -hmm. That guy. You yeah. got a vampire squatter, exactly. That's true, and he doesn't have to sleep, and he can run my little stock market algorithm all day long. <laughs> It's like an idle app. Yeah, basically. Constantly, constantly optimizing. Well, I think vampires need to sleep. They just, you know, that's, they? What the, that's what the coffin is for. No, they're like cars. You just give them more blood and they go. <laughs> well, no, the, the coffin is to keep them safe during the, during the day. But While they sleep. 
No, they just stare at the roof but, for a while. But they're dead, but what they gain from sleeping? Mm. Yeah. They, they just do Sudoku in their head. It's mm. really boring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, well, it's all, I think it's also to heal, right? Because there's a the thing about, like, the, if they're in, like, the the, uh, the the soil from their home. Right, yeah, From yeah, their yeah. home, they, like, regenerate faster or something. Mm, something yeah. like that. Anyways. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say, sure, uh, this vampire guy has really, really helped me improve my capital. Mm-hmm. You catch my drift. Mm-hmm. So you have a little bit more walking around money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I always have a lot of walking around money because my powers depend on it. I carry it around in a briefcase. Yeah, but you have enough to, 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 to lose a little bit. To... Sure, sure. A few grams of uh, pocket money to throw around at least. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so I, I you put a, a number of bills on the table. So. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, innocuously, like I yawn, and then I just slip my hand on the counter and then slip it away, and there's a couple hundred bucks lying there. <clears throat> mm. Well, <clears throat> yeah, he just re- stretches out, puts his hand over, and it uh, disappears. Um, a guy who may or may not uh, regularly come here to sell things had a, a weird thing of uh, silverware. Oh, really? Yeah, he was trying to get rid of it, but uh, when he opened it up in here, stuff started moving on its own. So I didn't want any of that. So That uh, sounds pretty freaky. Uh, so you don't have it? I don't. But I know the guy. Uh, he likes to think he's a big-time criminal because he's got one of those because he's got a superpower. His name's oh. uh, Shit. He, uh, passes through things. Oh, really? I don't want to be associated with no criminal or nothing, but thanks for the tip. Yeah, I mean, if that's the kind of thing, uh, he seemed pretty hot to get rid of, get rid of that box, so maybe if you, uh... If I catch him before he ruins another pawn shop owner's day, hey, thanks, man. And you know what? I will take those candle holders. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will grab them and I will pay twice the asking price. Alright. Okay. Uh, do I notice anyone outside at all? Like watching the store or anything? I got five. Uh oh. Or being suspicious. I'm just doing a walk around. Aside from Brian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apart from the floating blue man. Mm-hmm. Um You uh look around, um, and you do um you see a, a guy like hanging around the like backside of the store. Mm-hmm. Um he he's dressed like he's helping us, but you know definitely that he isn't, hmm. but he also like notices you kind of snooping around. Like, eh, what, what, what are you doing back here? <clears throat> you know, the buildings in this neighborhood have a tendency uh, to collapse, especially the roof parts, based on the shoddy molding. He taps the wall and like, I'm gonna use my, I'm gonna use uh, the city and. Um, Urban knowledge. Uh, five, and I tap the wall, and then like a piece of a piece of the roofing tile falls off right between us and smashes on the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, anyone who lived in this neighborhood know that. Yeah. So the guy gets up, and he's like, "All right, what's the issue, friend?" The issue is, what what are you doing lurking around here? I I haven't seen you in this neighborhood before. You just like to pretend to be homeless in the middle of an alleyway. Well, 
maybe I'm looking for something that passed through here. I was hoping to you not not to head towards the back door of the um, of the pawn shop. Maybe I was waiting for se- for a clear shot to talk to the owner. Seems like a lot of work just to talk to a guy. Maybe he's also been banned for yelling too much. <laughs> so seems like a yeller to me. Um, why don't you cut the shit and just tell me what you want? My client is interested in acquiring something that passed through the shop. Sight um, and intuition. Uh, uh, six. Um, is this guy based on uh, how long he's how long he's been here? Based on his general level of uh, you know dampness, considering this is a damp alleyway, his the the way his, he set himself up. Um, and like the the fact that what you know, like the general condition of his outfit, um, how long he's been here, um, and as a result, would it be obvious to me if he was here re- as recently enough to be wanting to find the same th- thing that I am? Uh, yeah. So you realize that somebody else has heard about the mm-hmm. the the cutlery being out there. And now you've got somebody else gunning for your, the same object. I think at this point, Vic walks outside of the front of the store. We're, we're behind the store. You're behind the store. Yeah. And just, you know, is telepathically speaking to Brian. So, hmm, do we know this shifter guy? I never heard of him. Shift! This is a name that eludes me as well! Uh, yeah, I've been telepathically listening in on the conversation between him and the store owner. Not saying anything, I'm just, you know... I was listening to see. So, as a result, I have no idea what's going on between uh, Joey's character, Chaperone, and this guy. Yeah, I'm not broadcasting anything. Mm-hmm. Well, I also got these candle holders. Ooh! Why would you look at those? Those look like excellent set pieces. Yeah, they're cheap. Ooh! Very nice! Now then, why don't we go see what our newest business associate is up to? I open my eyes, and I see that... Well, yeah. Um, you don't see... Exactly. Where, where is that Wait! Guy? Hold on! And I, yeah, use my abilities, search around, and find him behind the store. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess the two of us then go behind the store and find... Okay, well, if I can hear them coming, I'm going to say, uh, let me give you a tip, professional, professional. You're barking up the wrong tree. Uh, I'm going to lie to him. Make him think that he's got the wrong place. Mm Um, what would that be, like, Drift the drifter. Yeah, that that would that would be insight, would it? Uh, mm, I would say insight to like know what lie to tell. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll use insight and intuition again. Uh, four. Okay. Um, you try to tell this guy that the magical artifact that he's looking for. Is not in the store, and then a blue floating man walks around the corner. That's why I'm trying. That's why I, my plan is to tell him and then walk around the corner <laughs> yeah. before you guys show up and, uh, and blow my cover. <laughs> yeah. So what? What's the? Okay. So the guy's like, oh, I guess it's a false positive. And he like reaches inside his jacket, pulls out like a pendant that like is pointing towards the store, and then immediately like changes direction somewhere else. Looks like we've got another bite. Which direction is it pointed? It is pointed due north. Oh, okay. Um, I just, I, I'm going to say nothing and leave. Yeah, he, he leaves in the opposite direction. I, and uh, then... I turn the corner. And, and then bump it, nearly bump into us. <laughs> Ooh! Oh, hey, man. 
Just like wiping my forehead, like, Oof, just made it. What's going on? Uh, nothing. But it seems like well, you hear the roar of a motor thing. Looks like we're not the only ones looking for this thing. Then we must make haste in that case. Uh, speaking of which, I gotta leave. You ever heard of a guy named Shift? Small time crook. I don't really learn people. I learn places. Hmm. But uh, what I can tell you is that it's probably that way. Point in the direction. Very well. And I'm gonna use my abilities again to see if I can scry out the new location of this stuff. Okay, that is an eight for my mid die. Wow. Oh. Mm. All right. So you completely succeed. Yeah. Um, heading north, you definitely detect a large spike of chaos energy coming from any a apartment building. Wait, are we walking? Um, how far away is it? Um, several blocks. Far enough that we're teleporting? Yeah, far enough teleporting again. Yes. Do I need to roll, or is it just... Um, no, yeah, you can, uh, uh, you can just go, but, um, what you do see there is, based on the amount of chaos energy, it's not just that somebody opened the box to, like, hey, look at the stuff in the box. Somebody use the utensil. They took them out of the box. Great. Okay. So, yeah, this is bad. This is real, real bad. Okay. Is there any visual, like, indication that both men use? Or is this just me sensing this arcane energy and realizing what it means? Um, the chaos energy, like, if you get too close, it still fusses out your... Right, okay. But you can get a general read of the amount and the like, and you can, you narrow it down to a bit of Okay. This is very bad! <laughs> if I had to guess correctly, somebody might be using the steak knife! We must make all due haste! Quickly! We must teleport again! Uh, oh god. I'm gonna use. Uh, I got a three on um, Overcome to use um, Collective Unconscious um, and Insight. Is there like a jet, any feeling of unease in the area? Or is it. Because I, I wanna know if this was used around people, kind of. Uh, yes. Okay. So yeah, the energy in the in the sea, um, is, the energy in this on this block is somewhat distorted. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Let's uh, let's get moving. Hmm. All right. So, uh, yeah. One quick teleport. Get as close uh, close as we can. All right. <clears throat> you arrive outside the uh, the apartment building. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see that the apartment building has bulged oddly, where one room seems to have. Expanded to twice its size. It's one of the corner apartments. Expanded, Jeez. kind of in like a way where it's the edges are like the corners are in the right place, but everything's bulging out. Mm. Or like literally expanded, like you grab the resized tool by the edge and pulled up. Like somebody is making is adding an extra room to the Sims, just pulling. Okay, like resizing. It. Got it. Oh, this is very bad indeed. And so, yeah, we're gonna go into the front door of the apartment building and see if we can go up the steps. I kinda like it. It's almost Art Deco. If he expands it too far, the whole building will collapse! This man has no sense of architectural integrity! Alright. Okay, so this is going to be a, uh, an action scene. Okay. Uh, Stair-climbing montage. Getting inside the, um, the building, you realize that the spatial distortions are worse than simply adding a room. Brian, you're, with your knowledge of the Teleria of Chaos, you realize uh, he must have used salad talk mm. to scramble the space in this building. Mm. Well, it's all MC Escher up in this bullshit. Tossing physics around like a would-be salad! Ooh. So, <clears throat> just looks around. Yeah, this uh, definitely, this building is not designed to handle this much stress. Which is why we, need, we must retrieve this cutlery with all haste! Alright, so... 
Are we are we climbing the stairs? Um, so basically how this works is um, you are fighting the building to, to get to Oh, the building is actively moving. Right? Yeah. Okay. Inception style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, MC isn't far off. Like Doctor Strange in the Mirror World type shit. How many yeah. times am I going to have to climb this flight of stairs? Mm-hmm. So, it uh, requires overcomes to get through. Okay. Great. Um, and But also, space is moving. Things may be dangerous. <clears throat> Great. Okay. And Uh-oh. every time you pass into the environment, the environment tracker will go up and the space gets more and more distorted. Oh, boy. Cool. Okay. Um, and we're in green? Yep. Okay, cool. So what's what's the ultimate goal? We gotta get up to a specific floor, or we need to get to the location of the object, I believe. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm guessing Brian can act as kind of a, a dowsing rod. Yeah. So I'm gonna use, um, actually, yeah, I'm gonna use my uh, principle of magic to overcome. Mm-hmm. So I am gonna roll a couple dice here, and I'm gonna use my max die. So. Ugh, that is only a three. Jeez, that was a really shitty series of rolls. All right, so the action fails or succeeds with a major twist. Oh, all right. Um, yeah, let's make things interesting. I want to succeed with a major twist. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so you encant into the air to mm. try and like pathfind uh, your way uh, through the moving. Um, is it like moving hallways and stuff, or is it just like, it, are, is it just we're running down like a hallway now, or is it like we're climbing the stairs and the stairs no longer go up? Yeah, kind of deal. It, it's, so, it's kind of like that. Um, so you do. Um, it's like it's like fractally spreading out, like kind of like like we we're running up the stairs and suddenly like uh, part of the building comes out to the right and it extends and, and blocks our way, and then we can, like mm-hmm. go through a wall or like, go around it, kind of deal. Um, is it like random chaos, or is it like clearly intentionally blocking us? Oh, it's a door. Walk through, come out the same door, going the other direction. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scooby Doo type shit. Yeah. Uh huh. So, um, so you you basically while you're doing that, um, you feel something like pull at your magic, and then you realize because of the angles of the um, of the building currently and how they you know don't. Make sense properly. Yeah. Um, that that the, uh, your the combination of your magic being in this place has summoned uh, a elder dimensional being. Oh shit! Oh okay. fuck! So um, you have created a D eight lieutenant called the Devourer. Oh shit! Okay. All right. And where is this thing? Is it in front of us or is it somewhere in the building? Um, it's behind you. But like behind you in rational space, so you don't know how close that is. Oh god! And you, what is you it? can hear it breathing down your neck, even though you don't know where it is. And do I want to know what it looks like? Um, are you capable of knowing what it looks? That's like? That's what I mean. Well, you're capable of knowing what it looks like. Oh because god! Because you saw several of them on your escape from your own dimension. Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! Okay. So, yeah, uh, some of my trauma's actually coming back into Wicked Overdrive at this moment. Like, yeah, I just start breaking out into a cold sweat of panic. Uh-huh. You uh, okay there? Brian, <gasps> what's going on? Don't turn around! What? 
that's what you keep. Is that like the butter knife or something? What's going on? That's something that should not be here. So Quick, the sooner we got this cavalry, the better. So run. All right, I got it. Okay. Uh. <clears throat> okay. All right, I'm gonna use my. You don't mind? No, my, go ahead. Um, but you should cast to the environment after me. Yeah. Um, I'm going to use my gimmick ability. Um, uh, and ah, three. Uh, no. I try to reach out to like grab an object that I know. <clears throat> oh, I know that this building always has this thing. So like, essentially, um, keystone or something. Well, actually, it's that. Um, yeah, you know those uh, shitty scooters that people that company then leaves around. Teenagers love to throw them under stairs, and he begins to like reach down to grab one, and then like he looks up at the and he looks down as the stairs have begun ascending. Oh boy! He's like shit. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm all past the environment. Okay, the environment. Uh, let's see. It's going to roll Eldritch geometry, stable footing, and it's, uh, an unhappy tenant. <laughs> Okay, so the, um, who is in the back of your... Uh, me, I'd say, because I stopped to grab something, and, I, and it failed. Okay. Also, I don't 100% believe Brian the Beyonder. Mm. Alright, uh, you're going to take, uh, four damage as a door opens into your back. Okay. Uh, knocks you sprawling forward, and then when, uh, and then... You hear the door close and realize the door, the the, the door frame closed into the door. Ah, hmm. weird. And then the door. I like to imagine that like the door. You see the door off from off panel hit me, and then you see it return, and then the the, the building rotates, and then the door yeah. disappears upwards, <laughs> as if to say, "I'm out of here." Uh huh. Huh. Um, and now devourer going to hinder Brian the Beyonder. Oh dear. Four. One. Okay. You have a minus one <clears throat> to your next attempt to use magic. Existential threat. Yup, yup. Okay. So, um, yeah, I imagine that four-dimensional uh, yeah, tendrils are beginning to wrap around my ankles. Oh, no, no, no. It's just eating your magic. Oh, God. Yup. That's why it's called a devourer. Yup. Drink. Your milkshake! <laughs> Shit, okay, there will be magic. Alright, so, uh, who does it go to now? Um, I'm the only one who hasn't gotten yeah. yet around. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, wow, this is a real bad sitch, um, but uh, Vic knows that the number one priority is just to get where we need to go, because Brian, I guess, can sort out himself. Yeah. This isn't something that I know how to fight. Mm-hmm. So, I'm imagining... We're like running through a hallway, and at the end of the hallway, there's like a set of multiple doors. And maybe, like I said earlier, uh, Vic goes through one of the doors and then comes out the same door going in the opposite direction. And just mm-hmm. help. And he tries another door, and the exact same thing happens. But he knows one of the doors has to be right. So, using his uh, precognition, psychic powers, he runs a scenario in his head where he runs through every single door to find out which one uh, is the correct one. He's going to use his precognition. Uh, and then his sight. Um, that is eight. Okay. 
So this is just against the, the environment as an overcome. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You uh, use your precognition and find the correct door to move you closer. Something, well, we're going forwards. You're not going. You didn't exit out into the same hole. So yeah, and the door didn't open out into outside of the building. So I'm guessing we're making progress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so and then I guess Vic is going to just keep using his precognition to try and find the right path. Um, and he's going to pass to uh, chaperone. Okay. Um, As the start of a new round. Yeah. <laughs> we're not in yellow yet, right? Yeah. No. Um. Once you pass the environment, you will be in yellow. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. Is boosting someone a, a, a basic action? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna boost Brian the Beyonder, and Ooh. I'm gonna use multitask. I'll boost Brian the Beyonder and overcome. Mm-hmm. So I roll. Roll leadership. Sorry, what multi-task? I get to use two actions. Uh, I get to use two basic actions, but I use my min die. Hmm. For both? For both. Okay. I'll use leadership, um, intuition, and the no, leadership, awareness, and my stats die. Okay. So you get a plus one. Oh boy. Um, and. And I also overcome with a two, so I don't. I mean, you could succeed with a major twist. Uh, I'm okay. All right, so you're passing too. Uh, so I, um, <clears throat> I just yelled at Brian. Um, <clears throat> uh, so how are you moving around? Um, I'm I'm floating around, basically in the cross-legged stance. Mm, okay. Um, I'm trying to think what would be a good. Um. Oh yeah. Uh, hey, just a heads up. Walls are. Uh, you can avoid the studs and just go through the wall by looking for where the uh, lamp. Um, by looking for where uh, five feet from where the lamps are. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah, I look around at what he's referring. There's to. a wall coming towards you. Okay. Yeah, and with that bit of foresight, I'm able to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, prepare for when I do my action. Right, That'll be my thing to... Yeah, I'll pass. Right. Okay, so in that case, I am going to roll to just a moment. Um, just a sec. Um, all right, so I'm going to... Okay, uh, yeah, I'm going to uh, attack the lieutenant in this case. Uh, dodging under where... Uh, yeah, chaperone told me to, and then I'm gonna wheel around and throw my hand out towards the um, devourer. Is that what it's called? Yep. Okay. Okay. So um, I am u- using uh, arms of Enoch, and my max die. I am attacking this uh, lieutenant for nine points of damage. Okay. Yikes. Well, it has the plus two to defend against magical attacks. Yeah. So and- it has a chance to not to not be reached by this. Okay. Nope. Does this thing? So we can't look at this thing, right? Only Brian can sense it? No, you can look at it. It's just, you don't comprehend it, probably. Uh, yeah. You know, in the classic Cthulhu manner. Man. Yeah. Uh, so you have decreased the devourer down to it. Good. All right, then. All right. Where are you passing to? Um, I'm going to pass to the environment. 
Alright, so it takes the box, you're now in the yellow. Oh boy. Good. Yeah, that is good. <laughs> All of my nice abilities are yeah. in yellow. You're better abilities Look, your goes a lot better now. Um, and, um, you hear, uh, banging coming from behind, ahead, somewhere. Somewhere. Here, here. looks like I got the right place. Oh, shit. Dun, dun, dun. So, the, um... The motorcycle guy that I don't know exists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, the rival, um, uh... The other guy who has the low voice. <laughs> yeah, the, the, ri- the rival <laughs> bounty hunter has arrived. Um, basically, it's actually a bunch of good bounty hunter rule. You have to have a low voice. Yeah. Um, so he's going to be making. Talk like this. Uh, overcomes uh, on his turn, and if he get, and he's trying to beat you to the, hmm. to the location. Okay. All right. Um, Would you consider him close to us? Be a close target. Um, not current. Okay. I, I will. I will tell you when he gets close based on your. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, on your progress. Once your progress meters are closer, I will tell you when he, he can, when he can be interacting with. Speaking of interacting with things, the Devourer is going to attempt to drain your magic, by which I mean attack you and attempt to return to a D8 size. Mm. Huh. Okay, so you take one damage. Mm. It did. It doesn't become bigger though. Uh, if it rolls max, uh, it had two rolls. One, it gets plus two to its uh, uh, to its uh, defense roll against magic, and two. Mm. Uh, if it rolls its max die when attacking a magic user, mm-hmm. it goes up a die size. Alright. Wow. See, it's utterly useless against you two, but mm-hmm. it's terrifying for Brian. Yep. Okay. Yeah, for me, it's basically, I'm terrified of this in the same way an ordinary person would be terrified of a tarantula the size of a horse. Okay. Unlike Brian the Beyonder, who is quite fond of the tarantula-sized horses from his homeland. Mm-hmm. Sorry, the horse-sized Tarantula. There you go. Tarantula-sized horses would be adorable. Hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Alright, Liquidator, it's your turn. Okay. Do we know how many overcomes we need to make? Um, yeah. You require five total. You're at two of five. Oh, great. Okay. <clears throat> um, let's see. Non-Euclidean geometry. So, because of the way the building is shifting around, I think it's impossible to know exactly where we are within it. But if we could figure that out, it would probably help us choose the right direction, right? Like, are we in the right wing? Are we like moving towards the right like stairwell or whatever? And so, Liquidator is going to try and guide the group using uh, his psychic ability, Lightning Calculator try and remember exactly all the steps that he took and like, oh yeah, we must have gone like this direction due west or whatever. Uh-huh. That, the fact that while the building may be going in non-Euclidean shapes, mm-hmm. it still has to exist inside a Euclidean a finite space. space. Yes. Uh, even though he doesn't understand any of that bullshit, he intuitively understands that, you know, things... It can't get too, too weird. Otherwise the building would collapse. That's what we're trying to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Yeah. Hold on. Uh, sorry. Um, I should have used my principle of the future earlier. And I'm going to use. Uh, well, should I use my hero points? Nah, fuck it. I'm going to roll. Oops. Uh, Mid die is a two. Alright. 
So, uh, would you like to fail or succeed with a major twist? We've had enough major twists at this point. Um, I am simply going to pass to Brian the Beyonder. Okay, Brian, what you doing? Hmm, gonna attack this thing again. Um, I'm not gonna suffer a devourer to exist. Mm-hmm. All right, so, um, rolling what I did before. Um, that is a seven for my max die. Nice. All right, you reduce it down to a d4. Okay, good. You see, now it has a one in four chance of going back up. Oh, shit. All right, so, um, all right, well, if I can just keep this thing occupied while the others uh, look for the um, cutler, that's my that's what I can do to help. Yeah. I assume you're still all moving in a group while Brian is wrestling with the Eldritch Abomination. Yeah. Or, like, dragging him along. Yeah, I'm just basically, it's like repeatedly striking at us, and I'm just fending it off as best I can while moving backwards. Yeah, I've got my hand on like the his collar being like, this way, no, that way, no, fuck, ow! It's almost going to hit us! They're about to strike me! Yeah, just, get away, get away, get away! And yeah, Brian is, as you can hear, is audibly on the verge of, you know, shrieking in terror. You know, I can hear you. You don't have to also broadcast that into my head at the same time. I'm right here. He's not doing it intentionally either. It is. He's just going on pure reflex right now. All right. So who are you passing to? Um, who is remaining? Everyone. Everyone. Okay. Um, in that case, I'm gonna pass it to uh, Chaperone. Okay. <clears throat> um, Liquidator sees a guy on a motorcycle from outside a window, and it looks like he's driving up the building, mm-hmm. and he just ignores it, because mm-hmm. this is weird enough already. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna use Gimmick, and <clears throat> boost myself. Um, use my awareness, and tour guide, and death die. <clears throat> Uh, okay, uh, four. Um, I'm boosting myself. Okay. So, a four is... Plus two, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and you were also using... Oh, you weren't using multitask. No, I was using gimmick, so I boosted myself. If I roll double fails, to get to attack. Um, so, uh, Chevron <clears throat> uh, stops for a moment, looks back to you, both of you, and says, you know... Uh, the lot next door is being developed, um, and then a wrecking ball comes through the window. <laughs> <laughs> um, and almost as if he knew about it, he jumps and grabs onto the cable holding it, and is now swinging, is now, uh, swinging, uh, trying to swing up towards the, uh, the presumably location where this thing is. Mm. Okay. So, oh, that'll be, so that'll be the boost so that I'll use as I'm currently riding a wrecking ball. <laughs> Okay, and who are you passing? Um, I'll pass the environment. Alright. So, let me wear my box. box. Can you hinder the environment? No. Ooh. Success on... Uh, so motorcycle guy is now within punching distance. Hmm! Who the hell are you? Oh, wait, he's gonna try to hurt us? No. The, he, wherever I would tell you when he's mm-hmm. within an interacting range. Mm-hmm. Well, not not for me anymore. I'm currently on a wrecking ball. Yeah, <laughs> you're doing your own thing. So, you two, you see a, a man riding a motorcycle indoors. Yeah, <laughs> like he's behind you. Mm. Brian, yeah. you got an eye on this guy. Ah! 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 
pull the pull the mic out. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, speaking of, yeah. Uh, two damage. Okay, down to twenty-five. All right. Good old Brian the Bellower. <laughs> Brian the mic blower. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, the uh. So when uh when Chaperone swings out, the wall promptly closes behind him. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and you realize that you have uh found yourself trapped in a room with no. With no doors. Correction. We are trapped in a room with no doors and the devourer. Yes. <laughs> and a guy on a fucking motorcycle. Mm. I mean, you can hear him more than you. Wait, he's still on the motorcycle? <laughs> okay. Look, this man's made of cliches. Mm. Alright, so. Brad's trying to do like an Arnold voice for him. I can't do an Arnold. <laughs> okay, so, um, whose turn is it right now? Uh, Hold on, I'm making a challenge for you. Oh no, no one. <laughs> okay, this one will have less boxes, I assume. Yeah, we're still we still only got three overcomes to get through this thing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, so the doorless room has a or clause on it. It's a three box challenge to find a door, mm. or a two box challenge to make a door. Mm. Oh. There might be other things associated with the two box challenge. Mm-hmm. I've got transmutation powers. I can make a door. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, that's the environment's turn. It passes to Liquidator. Liquidator. It's like, oh, goddamn. How does this even happen? Who's this chuckle fuck? <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I think uh, Vic is going to think fast, and he sees a guy on a motorcycle barreling towards him in a room with no doors, and... Uh, he just kind of rolls with it. And uh, I guess I don't really know what kind of move this is going to be, but he is going to try and push the guy on the motorcycle off the motorcycle so that the motorcycle runs into a wall and damages it to make a door. It climactically explodes, yeah. thus making a hole in the wall. Okay, that's some sort of overcome, I think. It would it be an overcome? Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, in that case, I guess I'm going to use uh, telekinesis to try and push it extra hard. And my close combat um, that seems very relevant. Uh, and then six status die. Um, and that is a seven. Mid die seven. Okay. So, so that's a success with a minor twist. Uh, oh, really? Okay. Eight is eight. Oh, yeah. eight is a success bar, huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right. So you. Uh, so it is a success, so you do take a block or make a door. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, you're on a wrecking ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Um, and then, uh, but as a twist, um, you have uh, um, the guy on the motorcycle will gain a distance as he is flung towards the wall and then kind of faces through it, but like... So wait, he goes through the wall. Mm. More like the wall eats him. Oh, it like bends. It like bends inward, and then like he kind of goes, kind of like a, like a Looney Tune style, like elastic thing, yeah. where he like go pushes into the door, into the wall, and then it like pops back with, no, with yeah. nothing there. Yeah, Boy, yeah. I don't like that. Oh, I hope that guy's okay. Um, all right. Uh, am I the last one going this round? Is that right? Yes. Okay, great. Uh, in that case, I'm going to. Pass to Mr. Wrecking Ball. You know what to do. Okay. Yes, I will do the. Chaparral! Chaparral! Okay, so. Um. 
I think I made a dent for you. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna use multitask. I'm gonna overcome and uh, shoot boost again, and I'm gonna use my plus two bonus. Nice. Um, okay. Yeah, okay, I'll use the gadget and uh, insight. So that is a seven. Um, that's a minor. Oh, no, sorry, it's a four because I used my, my min die. Okay. My d10 was four. Uh, um, so a four is still a success with a minor twist. Oh, okay, cool. So um, I will take the minor twist. Um, but you, you don't have a choice. Yeah, yeah. Or right, well, so, okay, could I choose to fail? Nope. Oh, really? No. Success with the minor twist. Not fail or success with the minor twist. Ah. All right. So because you made a door. Well, so, okay. So essentially, what I do is um, the wrecking ball gets to the apex of its swing. Um, at that point, Shepard uh, looks back at where it's going, um, and then kind of like leans off it, and then kicks off of it, pushing it back towards, giving an extra boost of speed towards the uh, area that they are. Um, that's the overcome. And then he's going to use, he's going to pull out a, uh, like a climbing pick. And then like, as he's flying towards the location he thinks the, the thing is, he just like just slams it into the wall. Mm-hmm. So he's now hanging from like a windowsill. Okay. That's moving. Yep. All right, so because you made a door, take an extra environment box. Okay. Uh, but the challenge is done. Okay. Um, um, so you, so the wrecking ball hits the wall again. Uh, this time forming a, uh, an exit for you guys. Um, exit through the hole, uh, onto the fire escape. Huh. Which has now become a tangle of twisted metal and, uh, a fire snake. Mm-hmm. Um, but because it is mostly uh, translucent and well, I mean, it's a, it's not solid metal. And you're it, outside. It, it's not translucent. It, it, it's just it's not it's not. It's got holes in it. Yeah, it's got holes, holes in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not opaque. <laughs> it, okay. Yeah, and you're outside. It's much easier to, to navigate through. That's good. I mean, you're not sure how gravity works inside of it, but okay. But it's better than mm. being like on the side of the hedgehog, like spiral loops. Where you're like running, but you still gotta stay on the ground. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com.